Welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show. This week we are talking about playing to the final whistle. Very, very important as we move into the back end of the year to make sure you get the absolute most out of the opportunity this year has created. A few tips and tricks in there for you, and we'll chat about them in the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter, and as always, my offsider and co-host, Mitchell Laurential. Thanks for having me on the show, Mr. Baxter, and we're going to dive into something that you and I probably were told plenty of times in our younger days playing rugby or AFL, in my case, by one of our junior coaches, that is play through to the final whistle, but the stupendous importance that that has in adulthood from a career perspective. 100%. You know, you've got to see the journey out, and I guess this is fairly timely given the fact of the time of the year that it's going out, and... It's easy to look at the calendar and go, there's X days until Christmas and the end of the year and the holiday season. If you're an achiever and you want to get results, well, you've got to set your stall out, as we've said, to play to the final whistle, whatever that whistle may be, whether it's now and you're clocked off ready for the rest of the year or whether you're seeing it right the way out to the finish line. It's a mistake that many make because end of November, early December, the in-laws are in town, the Christmas party's on, there's a few things happening. It's very easy to kind of just slow down and take it easy. In reality, though, yes, you're meant to have time off over Christmas, but play to the last final day. Get it done. Tell me about the in-laws, Mitch. Is that a bit of a Freudian slip on your part in terms of the in-laws being in oh, town? Is yeah, news you need to break with us? I, I won't reveal that on camera, but maybe off camera, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. It's very, very easy to uh, get caught up in the holiday season. And don't get me wrong, it is very, very important. If you look at the sporting world, which I guess from an achievement or results-driven um, benchmark is really what we often refer back to, uh, and you look at, say, a football team, a good example would be the NRL Grand Final this year um, you know, with Penrith and South, and it literally did go to the, you know, the last seconds of the game until it was decided, and the commitment from both teams to see that journey out, obviously, it was a war of attrition, and we know Penrith won, but you know, the reality is playing with that level of intensity because it means so much to get to that finish line with the right result is key. And that's a very, very good proxy for life. If you want the most out of the short time that we've got on this planet, you have to wring the last drops out of it. And if you're an achievement or a success-driven person and you've got goals or objectives, you literally need to be working right up to that hard cut-off line and beyond, in fact. And you're probably going to feel more satisfied when you actually do have a break because you've known that you've given it your everything up until that time, right? 100%. Uh, One of the things that we talk about within the money and investing journal system, uh, the planner, is segmentation rituals on a daily basis. So, you know, getting out of bed, how do you kickstart your day? How do you start your working day? How do you close your working day off? And how do you um, refresh and rejuvenate uh, and, and clock off for the day? What sort of processes do you have in play? To really put a series of bookends, if you will, around the different chapters of the day. And there's a time to be on and be working really hard, and then there's a time to be off and relax and slow things down and rejuvenate and invest in other things, whether that's your fitness or whether it's relationships, whether it's your kids, whatever it may be. And, and that's on a micro daily basis, but I do think that on a calendar year basis, you have to do the same thing. And, and having a, a firm finish date, for example, is a classic one. Now, we do that in our business each year. We shut our operation down for you know, typically about three weeks over the Christmas period. It gives all of our team who work really, really hard through the year the ability to have some proper decompression time to get away from the market. We know we don't get away from the market, no, but never. technically sort of move away from sure. it a little bit and, and, and rejuvenate and freshen up and come back with fresh eyes for the new year. 
and that's something as a philosophy that I've held very close to my heart for a long, long time, and that's why it's part of our DNA as an organisation. You know, if you put a couple of holidays through the year, a little bit tricky with the travelling restrictions over the last few years, but nonetheless, you know, you're playing up to that period of time, then you're on leave, then you're back and you're back on again, and it gives you those distinct recharge periods because you cannot run full bore. 100% on for an entire year, and if you do, you do run the risk of burning yourself out, um, and, 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 and its success isn't worth that particular price. You need to punctuate it uh, with some breaks on the way through, but just because you've got a break coming up, you're not on break yet. You're on break when the break starts, not in the immediacy before it. Absolutely, and, and probably a lot of people out there are thinking, oh, I'm guilty of this, or my colleagues are guilty of this. Let's, let's face it, we all are, particularly as you drift into the back end of the year, and it almost feels, you know, almost like survival. We're going to get through and then there's yeah, two Christmas. weeks, three weeks. You're counting down and it is that sort of battle of attrition. Are you going to, you know, do you see the year out? And you've got to try and reframe that. And instead, there's a really clear finish line. Let's run hard to it or even past it. But let's look forward to what that then has in store on the other side. And this is just about personal standards. It's a huge part of personal development. You know, it's about personal standards. You go to the gym and your trainer says, I want 30 push-ups. It's not 28, it's 30. Some people do 31 just to make sure they're across the line, but you don't do oh, 17, that's close enough, it's over halfway, because you're not gonna get the outcome that you want by taking a half step. You've gotta fully engage, and that's true of most things in life, in my experience. Okay, so let's break this down, and it's probably good that you and neither you or myself lack motivation by any means, but nonetheless, for anyone out there who does, we're just sort of getting towards the back end of the year, AB, it's maybe getting early December, it's three, four weeks away from your holiday. What are you doing each and every day to make sure your head stays in the game? Mm. I think you've, the most important thing is to have a finish line. Um, yeah, anyone that's been watching some of the TV shows, like we just had SAS Australia, fantastic show, great insight into psychology and, and particularly the way they're not meatheads, there's a level of psychology behind it. And, and, and the hardest thing I think that people on that program um, have to confront themselves with, uh, and I know this firsthand because my cousin's been through that in the UK, is that there is no finish line. And that mental assault of not knowing when it stops is something that can be very, very draining on you psychologically. It's hard to get back up because who knows when this is gonna stop. Sure. And that's the game that's played at that level for very good reason, and that's why the output from that training course is what it is. You don't have to live your life like you're on SAS selection, but you should set that standard of being the best version that you can be. And I think having a defined finish line takes away a lot of that psychological stress that's unique to that environment. Um, but you've got to play to that. You don't sort of start, to, oh, we're almost there and we stop. Uh, and so have a very clear and determined deadline or, 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 or when the gate shuts for the year, that is it. That is when I'm turning my computer off and we're done. Or that's my last sales call, or that's our last boot camp, or that's our last whatever it may be, and stick to that. You've got to have the fortitude to say, there's not another day, that's it. And, but you go right up to that. And I think the satisfaction personally that I always get from having that sort of door slamming, so to speak, you go, we're there. And, and it's, it, it's almost like the weight of the world's off your shoulders. I remember probably two, two trips ago, or, or two years ago, we, we, we took the whole mob, all my family, and there's hundreds of us, um, uh, uh, we headed over to Italy. And I remember my wife organized everything. My wife is a legend, truly. And like anything, when you're going away and you're someone that's an overachiever, you try and jam and cram as much in before you get away because that's just kind of how we operate. And I remember I got home and 
said, okay, what's going on? We're going on holiday. I knew we were going to Italy because I paid for it and all that. But it said, so, so what's actually happening? He said, yep, here's a glass of wine. Go to your packing and I'll run through the itinerary with you. And I remember sitting on the plane um, on, the way to, on the way to Europe, literally going through the itinerary. Oh, wow, this is really cool because it hadn't been a focus up until that point. I'm very fortunate my wife handled all of that detail. So I didn't have that distraction. But also, remember coming home that day and it was like, oh, I got home at six o'clock or something like that. And, and that remember, was it. And I was, it was like, bang. And I had this overwhelming sense of fulfillment that I'd seen it right out and I could literally go, stop. Sure. And then transition into, I'm on holiday now. And it's yeah. a really great feeling because you've earned it. You don't want to have a holiday before your holiday because it defeats the whole purpose. But human nature is such, oh, we're on holiday, we Tape start winding down, you wander around the office chatting with everyone, going, oh, I'm off on holiday next week, and da-da-da-da. And you lose that intensity. And now, again, it's very, very important. Anyone listening to this thinks we're probably you know, a little bit anal about what we do, and I guess that's what we are. That's why we're successful. We um, at the same time, if we set a standard that's pretty high and you hit 85% of that, you're going to kind of get there. So this notion is when it's on, when it's game time and it's on, you are on, there's not the distraction. And when it's off, it's off. Good friend, mutual friend of ours that's pretty successful in most of the business endeavors is exactly the same. Sure. His wife pretty much organized everything. He said, well, I want to work, let me do my thing. And as soon as I come home, we're done. done. Yeah. And there, there is no surprise as to what the benefits are for us personally from a mental perspective, as you mentioned, AB, leading into that. What about though from an employment perspective because if you're a boss and you're watching one of your star players just rip through to the end mm. and set themselves apart from where everyone else can be, that can prove beneficial down the track, right? It gives a great insight into what someone's character is. And I, I, I do tend to be, for someone that talks a lot, I tend to be quite a good observer. And I like sitting back and watching how people conduct themselves. And you can tell a lot by that passive observation of how people go. And you've got the people in the team that are distractors that just want to have a yak. We're very fortunate. We've filled a lot of those people out. <laughs> uh, over time. They just don't seem to like this environment. Um, and we've got a team of people that are all very similar in terms of that kind of philosophy. Um, but yeah, you, you sort of see people that have sort of given up the ghost. Oh, I'm not going to make it for my budget this month. Yeah, there's four days to go. I'm not going to get there. I've got to do this huge task in order to make it happen. And they give up. And unfortunately, it's not just about missing that goal, it's the, the mental damage that's done to you that you gave up. And if you play and give it everything you've got and you don't quite make it, that's okay. But if you've clocked off, uh, we'll go better again next month. It's very, very hard to resurrect that. It's the personal standards that you set yourself. And that's why this whole thing in the personal development space is so, so important. You know, we get to the end of the year, people are gonna set New Year's resolutions. Most New Year's resolutions don't even make it past Australia Day. They don't last a month, and the reason for it is that people uh, can fade out early. They don't engage enough with enough oomph or desire, which brings us back to tin-tack stuff. If you have a, uh, something you're doing in your life, it should be something that drives you. It should be something that you're excited about, that you're interested in, and that you're committed to. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. You've got such a little time on this planet. Why waste it? pursuing something you're not that interested in, you're not that committed to, and if you don't make it, it doesn't matter. Find something better to do with your time that fires you up, that you're absolutely resolute in your commitment to, whether that be a relationship, family, whatever. All right, well, let's get a little niche on something that fires us both up, and that is trading. Of mm. course, that's what we do for a living. Yeah. Let's, let's be specific now. Over Christmas, you want to take some time off. Yeah. You're probably not at the office. Your email's maybe turned off. But it's very, very hard to just forget your portfolio, right? Particularly sneaky, when sneaky little look on the phone. Yeah, right. Particularly when you've got options only positions running in your portfolio. What's your advice to some newbies working out what that schedule might look like over Christmas? Look, I, I do like to 
reduce my weight in the market so I can just leave it alone. And when I say leave it alone, I'm still going to look at it every day. I can't help myself. You know, you're just going to put on your phone. All right, okay. Just check it, yeah. Bit. And that, that's fairly low maintenance. Um, if you're someone that's trading options only stuff, you, you have to nurture that. You can't leave that alone for a month and wonder what you're coming back to because you, your portfolio could be decimated in that time or it could have done very well had you have exited and then you just didn't see it and it's, it's come back to where it was. So yeah, depending on what your asset types are, you can be more passive or, or more hands-on. I like to reduce my weighting. I like to set everything up so it's fairly passive, have some stops in play, go away, enjoy Christmas and the new year and everything that goes with it with a cursory look at the markets and that's enough for me. And I've, I've tried the turn off, I can't do it. And, and, and part of the reason for that is I enjoy markets. It's not a job for me, it's something I love. And so it's like saying, no, you can't have a beer. Or you can't exercise. It's the same, yeah, right? Same thing. And so, you know, that cursory look, it's not sat in an office looking at the screen for hours, but that cursory look to see what's going on, that's fine. And that suits me uh, when I'm on leave. So I don't, I don't ever fully turn it off, but I'm not actively doing that. And, and I think for our clients, yeah, if, if you've got the ability to make your portfolio a little bit more passive over that time frame, that's a good time to do it. Also, liquidity in markets tends to dry up a little bit over the Christmas period because most people are on holiday, they're on leave, and, and so the volumes tend to drop out. There can be some very profitable trading over Christmas too. So you know, if you set your stall out, I know what date I've got done because that's what date we're shutting here. Set your own personal stall out, whether that be options expiry in December, and get the job done up until then, and then enjoy a well-earned break where you still got exposure to the market, but in a passive form, uh, probably will make a lot of sense. Totally. Take and the time off, rejuvenate. Absolutely. And the strategy at which we teach, cash flow and demand, our flagship product is a perfect way to get exposure Absolutely. to that four to six week trade, mostly hands off, right? Totally. Any final words before we cap off this broadcast, AB? Look, everyone's got a different roadmap for life. And there's nothing that's right. All personal development, this kind of conversation is about is to help you become the best version of you. And if you can be better today than you were yesterday, that's a positive thing. Whether that's being a little bit more intense uh, about how you play the game and how you see the journey out is key. And if we go back to you know, sporting um, uh, examples for a moment, you see a team that, particularly in soccer, where the scores tend to be a little bit closer than, than say rugby or AFL, you see a team that you know, they might be 2 0 up with five minutes to go and they just go, okay, we're just going to pull in now and just defend our position and the opposition score and then they score again as a draw goes to extra time and it's like, how do we lose that game? And you didn't get beaten, you actually did lose it because you switched off before the 90 minutes were done. Sure. And, and, and it's how you finish it out. Start, start hard, finish, finish hard and see the journey out in between in that way. What comes after? That's up to you what color you put in there. But when you're on that field of play, get the job done in just the same way, whether it be business, whether it be in terms of you know, training, and you might want to train a bit harder over Christmas because you might be having more than <laughs> two teaspoons of oh, I will, don't week. you worry. Um, the reality is you might change it up and just go into manage, passive management mode as opposed to really hard training, or vice versa. You might just totally dial it up because you've got more time on more your hands time. And, and, and so on. So, But set out your stand the way you want it. Don't fall into that slump oh, when you're at the end of the year. Uh, it's limped through because that mindset is really toxic. You're probably exhausted. Most people are. It's been an incredibly challenging couple of years with the pandemic and homeschooling for a lot of families and all the different things that go alongside that. So it's been a really draining couple of years. Set your stall out for where the finish line is and play up to, if not slightly past it. What I like to do if I've got a finish line, talking about where the finish line is, I actually usually work the next day because I get everything done on that day. The day after is where you just put a ribbon around everything and it's just then squared away and put away. So I like that extra day or half day just to finish things off. That's me personally, I like to do that. But having a hard finish is key. 
and it's no different to having a hard finish to your day. You know, some of the techniques that we talk about to help people is that segmentation stuff, and this is just looking at it over a, a more holistic year period. To help people get the most out of it, I suppose, how can we help people? We're just having a chat about this in very loose terms. Success is all about specificity. It's about getting really specific on what you want, why you want it, and building a game plan to achieve it, and, and, and creating and manufacturing the time to make that happen. So we've got an event that's running live uh, at the start of the year. Um, if you're in our ecosystem as a client, you're gonna get emailed about this. If you're not in our ecosystem as yet as a client, there'll be plenty on social media about it. And it's gonna be a money and investing planning day to start you out for the year in the right way in a very interactive and structured format. There'll be plenty of details to come out. I think it's gonna be launched sometime in November and the event will be held uh, in early January to kickstart the year for you. Forget about New Year's resolutions. They're too woolly, they don't work. You need something that's a really tight and specific um, scientific approach to this. And it can be a heck of a lot of fun too because we do a lot of rewards within that process as well to help you get the most out of it. But it's gonna let you get set, started, ready to hit the ground running for the year ahead in a way that's gonna deliver whatever it is that you want. And everyone wants something different. Whether it's more money, better health, more relationship with your family, more time off, maybe you want to take up growing orchids, who knows what you want to do, <laughs> it's going to help you achieve that and way more. But it doesn't happen by accident. You have to be extremely deliberate in the approach you take. And when that final whistle goes and you get to celebrate because you've kicked a goal, there's nothing better than that. Feeling of euphoria, I think, that you get that you know you learned it. Couldn't agree more. I'll be there, AB. Certainly very exciting. Let's hope all of our listeners out there have a safe and happy Christmas as we get to the back end of the year. But foot on the pedal, keep cranking. We're not done yet. Make sure you see that. Thanks, AB. Absolute pleasure. There you have it, guys, playing to the final whistle. Make sure you leave us a review and a rating, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week.